programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, and uh, we can't wait to get to it. We've got special guests coming in, we've got some special features, and we've got a very special experiment. Currently, here at the Mooney Radio Studios, here in the beautiful mission, I have a 1977 Fender Stratocaster guitar slung around my neck. At some point, maybe more than one point during today's broadcast, I'm going to wail. I'm going to shred this guitar. Just for fun, this is a little experiment. Later on tonight, I'm going to be DJing at the Lucky Horseshoe Saloon out in Bernal Heights, uh, Bernal, Bernal area of San Francisco. I believe it's 453 Cortland. It's a free DJ night. And I'm going to be spinning oldies, surf, cool funk, and maybe even some like Black Sabbath-y kind of old metal. And uh, I'm going to try this whole, like, guitar experiment. So, uh, in order to test it, I'm going to uh, subject you listeners, you lovely listeners, as my guinea pigs. And I'm going to try to play along. Let's hear, hear here's some guitar again. Artists, you know, this start things off with a little expect to hear from the likes of the slits lady sovereign jet and much more my name is asia and my show is called face the music
That was the longest intro song ever. You know, we just deserved the best. And, uh, <laughs> that was your promos from when you were 19. Yeah, I was like, God, how, how young was I or how old was I? You sounded like your voice a little was a little more high pitched than usual. I think it was also the um, the effects I was using too. Yeah, I was playing around with like with Pro Tools. So oh, I was yeah. like, how can I make this oh, sound good old Pro Tools more interesting? Yeah. Um, you just be yourself, Asia. I know. It keeps it real. If I did it now, I'd be like, oh, whatever, just wing it. <laughs> you wouldn't give a shit. But back then, I was like, I'm gonna be more creative. Yeah. See what I can do. But um, I'd like to go back and visit maybe um, next year, <clears throat> next spring. It's just down the street, <laughs> isn't it? Like from State University? SF State is yeah. on. Um, I'd have to go take the M train to um, Ingleside. Yeah, that's where SF State it's is. Basically down the street. Uh, it's on the outskirts I of never, the street. I never go over there anymore. I mean, it's. Probably the in the past ten years, I've probably been over there maybe three or four times, total. Because mm. I went to Stonestown, or I went to Stern Grove, or I went to West Portal, which is pretty close to there. But, but yeah, I mean, um, I guess I was kind of hoping they would do like a ten-year reunion. But I know they do that for high school, not necessarily for college kids or universities, but. You never know. Yeah. We'll see what next year holds. We're still you and Johnny have been talking about going back there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we both, um, that's how we both met. And we, um, you know, we have good memories from, from you know, being in that program. And um, yeah, we just had a good experience, I think. So we kind of want to reminisce and network also, you know. Yeah. Just being in you know the communications world you kind of always have to be on the be on the up and up as they say so sometimes you know you meet your your life partner or you meet like you get a career checkup that kind of thing so we'll see what happens yeah 2018 we're still trying to put keep it together in 2017 Still got a couple months left. Yep. Let's see how uh, the first year goes. Uh, yeah. It's been a year. Uh, it's only been eight months, nine months. So. That's terrible. Wait, not even. Yeah. So, I don't know how many months. Every day I'm like, is it over yet? Is it over yet? Is it over yet? No, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> But we're not going to concentrate on that news because I'm sure our listeners and even ourselves have been just getting, um, you know, that stuff shoved up our throats. And uh, let's do some music news. First of all, you should talk about how great The Who was at Outsidelands. Oh, yes. <laughs> they were fantastic and... That was the only reason I went this year. I didn't really have any other inspiration to go. Yeah, Lena wasn't that great. Um, yeah, l- last year was okay. I'd say the first year was probably the best, you know, that I've been to. But I think going to see The Who kind of trumped, <laughs> trumped oh, the other... Shit, Isha, what did I say? <laughs> 
over um, overcompensated for the last two times that I that I went because you know the Who is just one of those uh, incredible bands that have been around for about 50 years now and um, you know watching some videos that they they did at the Monterey Pop Festival back when they were first coming out compared to now it's like they still 50 years later they still have that same message and nothing's really you know changed in terms of the message that they're trying to put out there and then they had a montage of everything that's happened like politically in the past like 30 to 40 years um, you know Princess Diana and the wall coming down and that was pretty profound to watch that and to know that they've you know they've been around um, consistently since then putting out music and and touring so it's just so incredible that they've you know they lived it they experienced it they they put it out there the past 50 years and now the fact that we're kind of almost in a way going back to that time period I think that's pretty interesting um so I was kind of curious how that was all gonna be factored in and um a lot of people that I was kind of in congregation with were from Canada and I thought that was interesting how you know music just brings people together um not just um in the United States, but just um, as in the world, um, you know, we're all part of the human race, and we have to figure out how to how to get along somehow. So music is kind of that leveling, defining factor that will always bring people together. Um, you know, despite what what other people may think or believe, even our you know our current president. Um, you know, and it's kind of, uh, music just, uh, is always a positive force. Mm -hmm. And I really felt that, um, last, last Sunday and I lost my voice. That was okay. (laughs) That's how you feel it. That's how you know. (laughs) That was a, that was a good experience. And I, I saw Lord too. And I, I enjoyed, um, her set for what it was worth, but the who was definitely the, the highlight of, uh, last weekend. So if you ever have the opportunity to, to see them, I highly recommend it because who knows? <laughs> 50 years, it's, it's a long time, that's yeah. all I can say. But uh, they were really just laying it out there, no holds barred, like, we're fucking old, you guys are young. That's just the reality. We can still rock out. And then at one point, Roger was like... Um, uh, you know, I'm so lucky. You're so lucky. We're all very lucky to be alive and to be here today. And just, you know, I took that as just be thankful for what you have and um, don't take life for granted because things can change at the drop of a hat. And I, um, I really took that uh, sentiment to heart. And um, also the fact that he was saying, oh, yeah, I, ha- I was married and had a child by the age of 19, 20 years old. And then I had this opportunity of a lifetime to be in a band called The Who. And I ended up leaving my wife and child. But you know what? Everything was okay in the end. And I was like, was it really? Everything worked out somehow. Was it? Well, you know, sometimes money helps. <laughs> yeah. He was like, we're all okay now. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess maybe in hindsight it all makes sense. But I'm sure at the time it was pretty, like, 
you know, monumental yeah. for, for everyone involved to a certain extent. But, um, yeah, no, I, it was, uh, pretty, uh, pretty incredible I have to say I think after every song I just <laughs> I literally was like wow 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 <laughs> which I don't normally do yeah uh, so I knew I kind of knew at that point I was like well this is this is kind of different from some of the other shows that we've been to but um um I'll definitely remember it forever Aww, dear, dear. <laughs> and that's and that's me getting sentimental. I don't do it too often, but yeah, sometimes I do. We never show feelings. <laughs> Who needs feelings? But um, luckily, I didn't go there to see a tribe, a tribe called Quest, because then I would have been severely disappointed. Really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at least people who were. There, the first day could get in for free the next on Saturday, I believe, and it, which is the was the busiest day. We all, everybody hoped that they were performed that day, but it didn't happen. Oh well, you oh, know well. they'll probably make it up somehow by doing a show at the Fox or whatever, and just or maybe never, or maybe yes. never. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, they didn't seem. They just they didn't seem too apologetic or responsive. Well, they were apologetic, but they were kind. Of, I mean, nothing's gonna make up for canceling on a big festival like that especially if you bought your tickets and with them in mind Mm -hmm. you know it was just such a waste but especially because i get like i said i mean at least in my opinion i don't think anybody that great was there maybe gorillas but i i'm not you know i haven't really listened to their new stuff and i know that well they actually they play a lot of old stuff which is great but i heard that damon auburn was super wasted um which you know okay it's a festival so i guess but i don't know if i wanted to see him fuck up one of my you know some of my favorite songs by them so yeah i don't know you know it's like festivals you got to take everything with a grain of salt and just realize that you are getting what you pay for you're going to pay a lot of money but then again you're going to see like you know 20 bands that you really love or you sort of love and you just want to see or whatever but um when you see somebody in an intimate setting it's it could be Sometimes, especially like the, a band like The Who, it could be just as expensive to see them perform for three to four hours um, in a stadium, and you can still end up paying three hundred dollars, you know, for good right. seats. So, mm-hmm. mm, you know, give and take. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then just the toll that a festival takes on you. I mean, I, I got there before it opened and was there, you know, after it left. Yeah. So I was pretty much expecting to be bedridden the next day <laughs> yeah but i don't know last year we did three days so i guess we've we've seen it all yeah as they, as they say but i guess you learn also you learn well if i am gonna do it this is how i'm gonna do it yeah you're gonna have a play by play um way of handling it so that's how i how i took it like i wasn't standing the whole time i was sitting for like you know an hour at a time yeah that kind of thing so that made it a little more bearable and not as terrible as it maybe was in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like last year, we're like, we're, we're not doing this again. Next we're year, done. we're done. We're, we're done. too old for this shit. Yeah. No, yeah. I admit I got super lucky with the people that I was standing around. And, you know, the Who isn't really a band that you get. Some guys were, you know, toking next to me. But other than that, it wasn't you know people getting too rowdy like how rowdy can you get well yeah. i was getting pretty rowdy but 
<laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, when you when you do it, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> just nobody else get ready. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> in other news, who do we have in the music universe news thing? There's. I was gonna. There was a politics-related article, but then I swapped it out. Yeah. Oh, we know him. I know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. We could read about. Hey. How you doing? Hey. We survived. Surprise guest. I don't want to interrupt. (laughs) No, you can sit, and we're gonna grill you now. How is the how is the twentieth Street Festival? I forgot that was happening. My name is Marcus. <laughs> and I was at the twentieth Street block party. Yeah. You know, I uh, I only caught the very tail end of it. It was uh Neon Indians. Set. Oh, I didn't know they were gonna be there. Yeah, um yeah. I I had heard but you know, I was really debating I work today, like a responsible adult as I am. And uh, I was like, Sucks. I got off at like a little after five, and I'm like, do I just want to go and just catch like the last like hour? Mm-hmm. And I said, I just said, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna go. It was great. Awesome. I've never seen them, and I really like them. Actually. Nor have I. So, what was your take on Sunday as a whole? Sunday, Outside Land Sunday. I had an amazing day. It was an amazing day. I was in the go with the flow type of uh, spirit, and. Uh, you know, normally in in the past when I've gone to Outside Lands, I would go camp out at a stage and just sort of like hang out. And uh, this year was very different. You know, I was with a group of people that I've never met. I had one of my friends and he had met people throughout the weekend. And so we sort of just literally jumped from stage to stage. We spent no more than 20, 30 minutes at any given stage at any time. And uh, I don't know, it was really, actually really, really fun. Really cool people. I mean, every every artist I saw was great, and I saw a lot of a lot of people who I'd never even heard of before. Wait, have you been before? I haven't. Okay, I've been a couple of times, but I've only gone like one day. Yeah. In the past, because all the bands I'd want to see either on like one day, mm-hmm. and you know I can't really afford three days because it's kind of pricey. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Out money like yeah. nobody's business. Like instead of traveling, that's what I would spend my money on, and we would go every year, and it was honestly it was worth it. It was worth it until up until last year where I was like. Maybe I won't do this next year because I feel like people are getting to me, like being in those crowds. So I'm just like, no, too old, too old for this. Yeah. I'm too old to see people pass out from not drinking enough water and doing too many drugs. Yeah, I feel like we lucked out on Sunday. I didn't, I didn't get that experience where right. people were being too rowdy. I but I was, agree. I was really rowdy by the end of well, the night. <laughs> I completely agree. It yeah. was definitely like t- civil. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can get your way as close I feel like the third want. day, it's the perfect time to go because yes. everybody's like, we're tired. That's we don't want to screw up our last day. We have to go to, back to work tomorrow. So I'm we're going to take it easy. screw it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, for example, I feel, I feel like Saturday's the worst day because they're like, it's Saturday. Everyone's like, yeah, on. everyone's just going to go ham. Like, totally. yeah, it, it, it really um, opens your eyes to like shit, you know, like people don't give a fuck about their health right now. Like... <laughs> Cause I try to say, remember we have we whenever we go we go with the plan we bring food we bring sandwiches even if we're gonna yeah, buy food there yeah like we get water like we go to the bathroom at certain times so we don't get stuck you know at the last hour yeah. trying to you know hold in our bodily fluids 
Um, all day long. Yeah, it's 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 great. Like I I think we we had it down to a science, and then last year it was kind of like yeah, this is cool and all, but it's getting too exhausted. So I think yeah, you did the right thing by just going one day. But the Who, man, the Who killed it oh, on Sunday. The Who was awesome. Yeah, the I lost my awesome. voice. Did you? You lost your voice. <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> the next day when I came in, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, she came with a big smile. She was like, Oh my God, Crystal, and she couldn't even talk. But it was, uh, it was yeah, worth it, yeah. Sure. I think it was worth it. So fun, and and Lord was pretty good too. Oh, I love Lord. He loved me. I fell in love. That day, isn't she like twenty? <laughs> you know, I'd seen Lord before, and I I was sort of kind of like, all right. The first time I saw her was like probably three, four years ago, and she was like, all right. I mean, she was good, but I was yeah. like, I'm not here to see Lord. She's got weird dance moves. <laughs> this time I saw her, whole other experience. Yeah, I was in love. Actually, maybe I, she's a better performer. Doing it so long. She, I think, is inspired by Kate Bush because I remember before she went on, there she was playing um, uh, "Running Up the Hill." Oh, I love that! I thought you were going to say that, and then and I was, when, and you after said we it. saw her, I kind of put it together. I was like, "Oh, she's kind of inspired she's, yeah. by her." So that's who isn't cool. inspired by Kate Bush? <laughs> I guess everyone. Unless you is. don't know her, whether they want to admit this it or true. not, that's their issue. This is true. So. I mean. <laughs> That's how she became famous. It's basically, um, I forget, the drummer from Led Zeppelin. No, John from Pink Bonham. Floyd. Was it from Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd? I don't remember. But the drummer from one of those two great bands that I can't remember, and I feel shitty for not remembering, um, <laughs> discovered her. I think I'm pretty sure it was Pink Floyd. And he like he put her like as an opener on their, on their tour. Oh, really? Yeah, which was kind of weird because she has like completely different style and, you know, Babushka yeah. and Withering Heights for... You know, they're really weird songs. It could be considered psychedelic. Yeah. <laughs> babushka, babushka. No, no, no. It's not. Interpretive. It's, it is definitely interpretive art and um, performance art, I modern. think. Modern. Yeah. Modern dance. Yeah. Modern dance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Modern dance. yeah. But, you know, she took that money and instead of in- investing it in like a house or a car or, you know, fancy shit, she took d- dancing lessons. And that's... She wanted to be a performer, and that's what she became. And she recently did some shows, what was it, like two years ago? Yeah, she came, like, it was like a 30-year break. London or something? Yeah, Was it only in London? Yeah, Yeah, I think she did a small tour, but it was all in in Europe and in London, so in the UK. Because I talked to someone who was like, I never go to shows, but I went to see Kate Bush. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Of all the shows. Of all the shows. Well, she took a long uh, hiatus, so... That's, if you're gonna, if you don't go to shows, but you're gonna go to one show, yeah, it's gonna be, you know, somebody like. So how is the show at Slams? Oh yeah, that was on Thursday. I play in a band called Your Fearless Leader. And you've been here a couple times. This is my third time. Spontaneous, <laughs> sort of just show up and you know, I was talk like, on a mic. I know. Oh, that guy, I know him. <laughs> um, we just recently performed at Slams um, two nights ago. Um, it was really cool. It was uh, another another venue tent knock off the the to-do list um how did it compare to the indie though so they're two different two different experiences two different animals right you know the independent was a show that i sort of like worked on and created like i was like from the get-go i i set it up you know i Mm -hmm. booked the bands I, i i set everything up so there was a lot more pressure i'd say in that regard and I was able to like really take control of what we were going to be doing and how the night was going to go. And mm-hmm. um, 
and it ended up being really awesome. Now this show we were invited to play uh-huh. on a showcase, um, and so it took pretty much all the pressure that I initially experienced in for the independent away. Like it was, just, I just literally had to show up and play, and you know, do a little promotion in there. That but. sounds easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Um, but, you know, I was also a little hesitant initially because I was like, well, we just had a really great show at the Independent. Like, right. I actually wanted to take a break and just kind of, like, chill. Process, yeah. yeah. process, chill a while. Like, and it wasn't two, less than three weeks after that they invited us to play at Slims. And so, you know, I, I was hesitant. I talked to my bandmates, and they were like, it's Slims. We got to do it. Like, this is Slims, you know? You can't turn it down. Yeah. and uh, It was owned by Rob Schneider, Slims. Right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. You know, it was a lot of fun. We had a great we had, we had a great set. We had two violin players for this show. Normally we have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a second violin player. And so uh, that was definitely something new, but ended up being really, really good. Um, yeah. Half awesome. of a quartet. Uh, basically yeah well we have if we count the trumpet and saxophone player we do a quartet that's true I, I just want a cello player and then I'll <laughs> round it, it up that's when I'll, yeah, yeah that's when I'll stop adding people someone yeah. was like when are you going to stop adding people to the band like like seriously because at this point if we had keyboardists we were, we would have had eight people on the stage oh wow and too. yeah the stage was small and you know we actually showed up to the venue and one of my bandmates uh, was just like it, it's kind of small. I was like, yeah, I always remember it being bigger than what it was. And I feel like over time, you know, the more venues we play at and these big, like the stage tends to get smaller, you know, yeah. having gone to so many shows growing up there, like, you know, it always seemed like such a like far reach to like ever perform there. And yeah, now we can say we did. And that's that venue. I always hate the, the, the poles. The, yes. Everyone knows about the poles. Uh. Yes, because they're so like, what the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> like, why couldn't they put it like to the side? Yeah, yeah. or can't they Out just the reinforce view. the ceiling some way yeah. else? Like, no. Yeah. yeah. But maybe it's like a strict law in maybe. San Francisco. You gotta like, have hey, if we're gonna have an earthquake, right. there's like four of them actually. I counted. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. <laughs> it's not just one pole. <laughs> yeah, the, it's terrible. But you know, it worked. And actually, yeah. I was just on the street and like couple people were actually like hey we saw you guys you just play at slims right i was like excuse me what yes. uh <laughs> moi <laughs> someone's a local yeah. celebrity <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that and then you're gonna be at outside lens next year right well i said three years okay, i've given three. it three years that's oh, okay. kind of the um, that's realistic one might my, my that same bandmate who said slims was small says two but i don't know that seems like a far stretch. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Outside Lands is a good place to start, by the way. Outside Lands? Yeah. That'll, that'll be our starting point. Yeah. <laughs> That's where three we'll start. Three years from now. <laughs> three years from now, yeah. Everything we've done up to that point would be about five years of just like nothing. Yeah. And then we play outside and it all begins. Yeah. That's where it all starts. <laughs> so what's next for your fearless leader? Or are you going to be playing any solo shows? So, um, well, I'm actually doing a little side creative project um at uh piano fight they have this sort of group of people who are creating i don't know how to even describe it basically i'm getting paired up with a playwright and i'm presenting i presented three songs and the playwrights and the actors and actresses listen to it and then the playwright is now needs to write a play based off of one of my songs that i performed and there's going to be there's five additional uh musicians 
So there's going to be five plays in total. Um, so I got paired up with a playwright, a producer, and three actresses. And they just finished the script. So now my song that is going to be sort of the inspiration for this playwright. And the song is going to be somehow weaved and incorporated into the actual performance. So it's almost like a live version music video. Nice. But it's kind of different. It's like it's taking themes of the song and like applying it into a drama. So talk about performance art. Yeah, it was something totally different. And I figured, you know what? Like I want to keep things going and like so in the next few weeks we're going to be rehearsing and then in September every Monday I think in September is basically going to be a performance and I'll be okay. one of six and Well, I will try and stop by. It's yeah. kind of in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Piano Fight, I think, is kind of in the Tenderloin downtown area. Kinda I think like I walked by it the line. one lonely night when I was struggling to get home. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know that place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it can be a safe. <laughs> it's a light. It's a light in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what I'm doing myself personally. And then um, we're actually going to be getting into the studio very soon. I'm getting a couple tours of some of the music... Uh, recording studios here in the city and really like focus on like getting some good music out nice. have you been to Hyde Street Studios that's actually where I'm getting a tour on Monday oh. and uh, different furs so both of those I've kind of lined it up uh, in the middle of the day and then an hour break and then I'm going to go to the other studio and kind of get a feel I think there's a lot of great artists that go to both and I just want to get a feel for the, the space and see if like you know there's a good vibe and a place that we can really kind of create something good you're always creating something I, you know you what can't is stop. going on with you you can't stop <laughs> you just can't you know how <laughs> you stop or you just go nowhere so what kind of shenanigans were you up to on thursday night thursday night uh-huh. um after the show, actually, we hung out and I went to bed. That was, <laughs> Not. It was a it was a early night relative for <laughs> previous nights, but well, you had work the next day, probably. No, I actually oh, had the day off. Oh. I had the day off, but he just I, wanted to get as much sleep as he could. Well, yeah. it was sort of just like kind of that. It was like this weird moment. Is like okay, we can either go, yeah, or we can all just go to bed, and it's totally fine. And half the band split ways, and then it was we just kind of lost that momentum, you know, yeah. and. And that's what happens. So. I remember you guys. You guys just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know. <laughs> you were there. You know. Yeah. The go mentality. You just say yes, go, and go. you just go. I was yeah. like, should I? I was like, it's Asia's birthday. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just do everything you guys yes. said. Yeah. It's, it's always my birthday, by the way. Every day. All day, every day. <laughs> That'll make you like 100. <laughs> if it was like every day your birthday. <laughs> then I'd be super duper old. Yeah. <laughs> But how was how did you feel about the festival out there? Did you feel like it was pretty intense? You know, or it mellow? was pretty civil. It was a good vibe. You know, I was like, I I almost called out sick just so that I could spend the day or in the neighborhood and just checking out the bands. And um, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to. But you know, just being in a open space with live music and people seem to be enjoying themselves. Like, you know, it's it's just a good time. And I feel like. You know, all these things, outside lands, you have 23 block party, in a month or two you have Hardly Strictly, like, I think people are really kind of amped about it, you know? So many festivals. Give my neighborhood a break, Perfabor. Ah, gosh, that that grass. The grass needs to grow. (laughs) It's Hippie Hill, man. It's bringing all those people in. Yeah. (laughs) And if people want to find out more about you online, 
YFL band. band. I was going to say YFL radio, and I was like, nope. That's, nope, no. he's not doing radio. That's next we do year. that. Yeah, we, yeah, we do yeah, that. That's yeah. our job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Mutinyradio.fm, <laughs> please. That's yeah. right. So, and luckily, yeah. we're still here. Yeah. We still have we a job. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. YFLband.com. You can check us out on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at YFLband. YFLband. And um, are, is YFL going to be playing any more shows or that's so, on hang? Well, you know, I have, I have ambitions. I, I've sort of mapped out the next year in my head. We'll see what happens. So I'm not going to say anything yet. Um, but I, I have... Secret. Nothing set in stone. Nothing set in stone, which is exactly yeah. why I don't want to say anything. But okay. I, I have my ambitions. I have my ideas of kind of what I want to finish for 2017 and use that into the transition into 2018. So, good God, we'll see what happens. 2018 things are. When are we going to Ocean Beach? When are we going to Ocean? I actually wanted to have an end of summer bonfire. I was actually thinking about that and just inviting hella musicians and everyone and just have this one big just like gun ho party. Cool. You guys doing your dance moves? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We won't hold back. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty adorable. I have yeah. to say. Yeah, that'd be cool to go to. Should do it. I'll, I'll keep you both posted. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Down to go down. Teeny teeny weeny bikini. <laughs> no, yes, please. <laughs> Except that Ocean Beach, you should probably bring a blanket. Yeah, yeah bring like layers. <laughs> yeah. Many many layers. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I did that two years ago when you were at yeah. you were at Outside Lens that year, and I was just like, look at me, I'm hot shit. And there's nobody there at the beach because they're all at Outside Lens. Uh-huh. And there's one picture where it's me, you know, looking good. And then there's like a huge like storm cloud oh coming behind gosh. me. Oh my gosh, ominous. You're wearing like your really bright bathing suit <laughs> and you're like, yeah, in the beach. And it's like, the storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. I remember coming. that picture. <laughs> well, anyways, well, is the festival over now? The festival's over. I think, the ni- oh, wow. I think on 19th Street, there is, you can still order alcohol. Nice. The food trucks are gone. I got nothing to eat. I'm starving. Right. So you gotta go get some. Go to a lady. I, you know what? I just walked by her, and I'm like very, very tempted. It's really good. Yeah. It's really cheap. And it's like handmade. She makes it like. I, I noticed that. She yeah. makes There's, it with love. She with does. love. That's the secret ingredient. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so. The secret ingredient. This was another stop on the adventure of uh, what day is it today? Saturday. So. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, you work on Saturdays. It's all blur. So this yeah. is my Friday. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Woohoo! We still got one more day left, guys. Uh. <sighs> <sighs> oh wait, you got two. I have we two. Got I have two. We got one. We got one. Yeah. Uh. But I used to be. I used to work on Saturdays too, and I hated oh, okay. it so much. And I, then I used to come here and do the show, and I would be like, and completely you, yeah, like, totally, like, totally. Like, please, like, end it, just end it right now. I know, I know the struggle. Yeah, yeah. I'm still alive. So yeah, for like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did she tweet back? Did she say I'm still alive or I'm awake? She said, "Dude, I'm still alive." Oh, okay. Dude, yeah, our friend Blake uh, got into got into it with Cheryl Crow. We, um, um, with Cheryl Crow. We friended him at one point because he, he he was friends with Jenny, who used to work at the same theater. I yeah, at. and they had he was in a few bands, so he would always come by. He would come here. And he was cool and everything, and then um, we kind of stopped. We didn't hear I much from he him. Moved. He moved to Ohio or something like that, but he uh, we're still friends with him on Facebook. 
and you know how Twitter is connected to Facebook. Mm. Well, he tweeted something about how it was in the news actually, um, how Kid Rock's running for Senate, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, Cheryl Crow must be rolling in her grave right now." <laughs> and so Cheryl Crow text like retweeted him, retexted him, or whatever, like, retweeted him, like, I'm and alive, she right? was like, "She said, dude, I'm still alive." <laughs> yeah. And then it became a whole thing where she actually wrote a song about it, wow. and it's just like. <laughs> That's so it. yeah, and, we, and that just happened to to Blake out of nowhere, and then people started sending him like hate mail and <laughs> you don't mess with Cheryl Crow fans. He was like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. It's like it's like, just satire. It's comedy. Jeez. Yeah. He was pretty funny though. He was an entertaining. Oh yeah, we had him here like more than a couple times. Yeah, we had him here like a yeah. Yeah, we hung out with him after too. Remember that time we went to Tempest. Did he go with us? He went with us, and they had a band there. Remember, it was like oh a jazz God. band, and he's like, "Wow, that woman's really ago. getting down on the." On the I don't know why I remember that's these things. That's when Tempest was actually good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I haven't been to Tempest in years. Tempest is still good. Yeah, five dollars on a beer. You can't beat that. Yeah, but I, I mean, like the the, the, crowd. the crowds. Okay, so it's definitely a mixed crowd now. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's in downtown. It's like downtown. Mixing. It's a mixed crowd, <laughs> yeah. but. You know, yeah. think of it as like Zeitgeist. It's a mixed crowd now. I've never been to Zeitgeist. I've always heard of it though. Never been to Zeitgeist. I've never been to Zeitgeist. It's a spot you got to go to at least one time. Really? Maybe yeah, twice. They got a great selection of beer. Yeah, it's outdoor seating on a nice day, a nice evening. Oh, nice. Not bad. Where is it? On Valencia? No, no, no. Zeitgeist is on Valencia, and like, yeah, I mean, like, fourteenth, like right uh, under, like that by that skate brick park. Brick and mortar. Yeah, right. Area. It's like right by there. Yeah. All right. I'll think about it. Think about it. Yeah. Mm. Don't really drink that much anymore, so it's uh, kind of like. See, why go to a bar if you don't drink? Uh, to watch other people drink. It. That's and then fun. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I have a T Rex closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was my experience. Yeah. I can. I feel like if you go to a bar and don't drink, you just get mad. You're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, exactly. you get irritated yeah. pretty quick. It doesn't take much. Yeah. You're like, eh, uh, why did I do this to myself? It's yeah. Like, no. Should yeah. just get a beer. Cool. Call it a day. Have a drink yeah. and enjoy your life. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stick to wine. You don't have to drink your drink. Just get it and just pretend. You just hold it. Yeah. It's something to have in your hand. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That's will. Yeah. Oh, that is strong will that yeah. I do not have. Well, I just don't feel like drinking anymore. I'm like, meh. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Living that straightish life, man. I like my, my wine. My wines. Your wines? Yeah. Yeah. And my cocktails. You like to wine too. Just and kidding. my mixture. <laughs> 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 my mixture. Okay, we need to get this going. <laughs> We're getting silly Back now. Back to the music. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, you should, thanks you for can having hang out us. With us. If you want, I need we a little an... food, and I actually have the next adventure. Oh, that I have I must another adventure. To. Okay. But the night is young. The well, night is until young. Until the next time. It's still light out. It's still light out. Happy eclipse by, eclipse, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to decide where I'm going to be watching it on Monday. Um, it may be... Probably not in a city, because it's going to be foggy. You think so? I think it's going to be foggy. I had a friend I'm that was like, like, let's go to Berkeley. And I was like, well, Berkeley, it might still be kind of overcast. Yeah. And is that like in the I morning, I feel like right? Sausalito ha- would have the best view. Sausalito. It's always north. sunny there. That's, that's a great point. It's or like you can go south. Yeah. You can go South Bay. Yeah, that's true. That's a little further, though. Yeah. Uh, you could take a ferry to South Alito, and that's, you know, you'll be in the ocean. Whoa, great idea. <laughs> I didn't Still even think ideas. of that. Yeah, okay. And you could spend the day in South Alito, or half, at least half the day. Yeah, there you go. It's a national holiday. It's a world holiday. Eclipse Day is a world holiday? 
Yeah. <laughs> See the uh, Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
So Metallica was shit. Keep going. Metallica was the worst. Like <laughs> Lars has been literally playing these songs for 40 years and he cannot get them right. What is his problem? He's he's drunk on white wine is his problem. <laughs> and thinking <laughs> about his say. art his art deals that he's doing. Have you um have you seen them previously? Like I've times? seen Metallica a whole bunch and they they get progressively worse through the years is <laughs> what their deal is but uh, they were at outside lands right so i was outside lands was was hell the crowd is the worst people there at one point i was watching metallica and i was standing there minding my own business by myself right and people would not stop coming up to me and grabbing me and going woo which is not okay you're stoked but like they're grabbing me because they think i'm like a metal dude or something you know what i mean i wonder why (laughs) (laughs) but at one point this one dude this one bro uh, okay, two two instances. Oh yeah, and then you can tell tell right people there. who I am. This one bro ran up to me and grabbed my shoulders and said, "I'm on coke." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, okay." I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then another another man, uh, bro, like he was in a startup shirt and shit. He was like walked, walked up to me, holding his girlfriend who was in tears, crying, and he's like, "Look at babe, this guy gets it. He knows what's up, right, dude?" And I'm like. To her, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry, ma'am, that you have to deal with this. And you he got break up. he got mad at me. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, like, man. all right, we're going home then. But like, it, that was that was the day. Like that was in a nutshell, just people like went. that. <laughs> we've been we've been to outside lands where it gets like that, and you know we see like really young people just like f- just fucking up their health. You know, <laughs> I feel like festivals nowadays are a thing that people that don't actually like music go to. I yeah. agree with that statement. <laughs> it's I'm like, like my favorite band is Coachella. It's not a band. Yeah. Okay. It's like, are you an actual fucking music fan or are you a fucking poser? I think you're because I mean poser. we we go to outside lands to see like the you know like a bunch of bands for like a few hundred dollars and like we went like we went to see um third eye blind and everybody was just looking at us like she's on drugs yeah she's, <laughs> what did they say yeah she's, they on, she's on drugs she's like oh she's just like, on drugs oh, yeah because i was like yeah like 1997 man i, I saw <laughs> i saw that guy that guy steven jenkins came to my work recently and he was speaking of drugs that dude was on something or he was just up a lot like I don't know he they, was doing the drugs for me let's just say that I, you know what I, I'm not a fan of Third Eye Blind but much respect to those guys they're still going still and I, I much respect to those people living in the mission apparently yeah well I, they're, they're they're a North Beach band right that's where they came up yeah, in, right? San yeah. Francisco. good for them North Beach has all the worst bands Train uh, no just kidding <laughs> I'll agree with you on that one <laughs> There's some. Yeah. There's still some venues over there too. Some smaller venues. Are there? Yeah, Tupelo. I've never actually. Oh been yeah, there. yeah, that's true. Bimbos. North Beach is the only. North Beach and Chinatown are the only part of the city, that still gives me that old San Francisco magic. Oh still. yeah. You know what I mean? For like, sure. I don't know. There's just something about that. The the, the real estate there or something like mm-hmm. that. Like the ghosts yeah. in the history of Absolutely. that area, like are still resonate and then when you see a movie about san francisco that's always where it's been filmed yeah like Uh, so i married an axe murderer yeah yeah Yeah, definitely so so tell us about your project chalky i'm chalky (laughs) it's me i'm the project so uh (laughs) i'm doing i'm a one man i'm a one man band i come out there with my uh synthesizer and my bass and i uh will funk up any club party wedding Ooh. startup mixer ted talk um i love being funked up uh, uh bar mitzvah what else is oracle <laughs> what do they call it the bar mitzvah. The, uh, dream force whatever you need i'm there for you guys so yeah no i'm chalky yeah i'm chalky 
And you have a release party at the Elbow Room. I just released my tape. I brought you guys a copy. Nice. There you go. And yeah, I'm, I'm uh, celebrating the release of my EP on cassette at the Elbow Room on October Nope, that's not the month. August 27th. <laughs> oh, it's sooner. <laughs> oh my God, August 27th, with this, which is two Sundays from now. Um, and uh, I put together some of my favorite, favorite local artists to come play. And I'm really excited. It's going to be a really, really weird-ass night of music and stuff. So the other bands that are playing are Mystic Priestess, Waxy mm-hmm. Tomb, and Mom? Yeah, and then hosted by... The great performance art duo, Sad Vicious, uh, who you might have seen on Viceland TV. Uh, Mom, she's on Burger Records, and she's also a, a one-man project. Um, she might pee on stage and uh, drink rotten milk and then throw up on you. That might happen. It's that kind of show. Mm-hmm. That yes. kind of mom. Waxy Tomb is amazing. Um, she's this uh, artist that uh, she puts on this huge, like, Dada-esque Bauhaus mask helmet thing that's fitted with all these microphones. And as she talks into it, it produces electronic sounds and music. And it's quite a bizarre uh, experience to see in person. And then Mystic Priestess is just like fucking awesome female power, death rock, punk, new wave, just like very loud, very powerful. And yeah, I'm really excited. Sounds like her. And then I play too. (laughs) <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. And uh, how did this project come to be? What was your uh, inspiration for it? I've always, well, like, I've always done chalky stuff ever since I was a kid. Um, when I first started, it was in the late 90s, early 2000s in Los Angeles. And I was playing uh, places like The Smell. I remember and that. Is that C- still open? Yes. Uh, the CIA club and uh, stuff like that when downtown was not cool yet. It was still a ghost town in downtown LA. And I was playing with artists like um, Captain Ahab and Rose for Bowden and and these artists like Captain Ahab is now in the band clipping who's on sub pop and they have the dude from Hamilton as their, as their lead rapper. Uh, (laughs) Like they're, they've all gone on to great things except me. I moved to San Francisco and so I was stagnant for a while, but I've always, um, created music and I had a vision uh, God came to me in a vision and said here's what you do Chalky you need to get out there and um, sing through a vocoder and be gothic Zap and Roger and uh, wear a wizard outfit and play really funky bass and so that's what I've been doing that's awesome yeah it's working out it's, I just played my fourth show last night Congrats. I opened up for Chuck Mosley from Faith No More. It was over oh, at Eli's. Nice. And it went well. It went great. I'm having fun. People are liking it. Come see my show, everybody. Good. Yeah. Building up the following. And <laughs> should people check you out on Facebook? And I noticed you have a band camp as well. Check it out, the band camp. Chalky.bandcamp.com. Or I have a bunch of videos on YouTube uh, of the live performances. And I like to... Um, make weird video art for the songs i think maybe visually the best thing to do would check out the youtube uh just to get a taste just to get a taste of what's going on what's in the brain (laughs) and what is in your brain (laughs) uh bananas (laughs) a lot of mush (laughs) potassium 
Yeah. Yeah, it's ah, good for you. Bananas vitamins. are good for you. Vitamins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say influenced you musically growing up? Um, I'm all about Prince and Fad Gadget. Uh, oh, those are my two one. main influences in really? life musically okay. not the way to live not the way i live because prince never slept and um, i think frank tovey from fad gadget was quite crazy but um sonically i've always aspired to go where they went uh particularly with drum machines and analog synthesizers mm-hmm. um yeah stuff like that for sure i had never heard of him till i watched this depeche mode documentary and figured out that they were some they were they were both on mute records yeah yeah he was he was involved in that early mute stuff with like depeche and uh Uh, daniel miller yeah yeah and um soft cell Mm -hmm. and uh fotis fetus jim jim thurwell all those people were together and he was always way funkier than everyone else i feel like i'll have to listen to some of the other stuff he had an actual album it wasn't just that one song oh he has lots of albums (laughs) Oh, he has more than one album. Yeah, he has Fad Gadget. Lots of Fad Gadget has lots of albums and Frank Tovey solo. But um, yeah, his first album, Fireside Favorites, I is huge for me. I recommend starting there. But in, every album's really good. Every album's excellent. He's amazing. And yeah, kind of unsung, right? Yeah, because yeah. I had literally never heard of him. I'd heard of that song, the leather song. But um, yeah, no, that was the first time I'd ever heard of him. He's cool. He's pa- he passed away not too long ago. But oh yeah, maybe that's. You know, how did it you do you know the story? It's so sad. Like no. he stopped doing Fad Gadget for many years, uh-huh. and then started it up again. These I think these Australian kids like, hey man, you got to start it. We'll be your band. We'll do it for you. And he he was performing great, and he was doing amazing, and he was yeah. doing like the way he he used to climb around the bar and on the walls and stuff. And he was this, as an older Performer. gentleman, he wasn't old, but he was still he got back into that that weird performance space and. Uh, Depeche asked him to open up for them on a tour. I think it was the Ultra Tour. Oh, wow. And okay. uh, he did, and it went well, and then he passed away shortly after his big, glorious comeback. So this is kind of like my big, glorious comeback, so hopefully I don't die. No. Don't die, Chalky. Yeah, don't, don't die, Chalky. Thank you. Stay, stay where you belong. <laughs> Do you um, see yourself doing a tour at some point, like kind of a Bay Area, West Coast? Yeah, I want to tour really badly, um, but I think I want to I tour like... The first thing I want to do is do all the shit towns in California, like Bakersfield and yes. Barstow and Hemet and Modesto and Fresno and just like really just fuck my shit up, you know, get, get a Test the water, get a beater Toyota Camry, you know, for 800 Those bucks. Those last and, forever. I know, right? <laughs> like an 88 Toyota Camry and just take it to Barstow and try go. to get. So I'm, I'm going to try to do that. But yeah, I want to tour around. Hey, if you're in another that truck stops, man. Hey, you in San Pedro yeah. listening to this show, book That's me. Right. Yeah. Book me with a ska band in San Pedro. <laughs> I know there's a couple ska bands there still. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like ska music? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't have any I'm so hate. So happy. Yeah, well, it gets dark too. Like I would say the first English beat album is pretty dark. But it, ha- it sounds happy. Well, if it's in a minor key, then it's yeah. it's sad and dark. <laughs> the stuff that you hear on the radio is probably happy. They're they're hits. Are we talking? Oh yeah, yeah. Are, well, I don't know. Mirror in the bathroom is pretty dark, Mirror isn't it? In the ba- but they yeah. sound so like. Uh, save it. Save it for later. I would say is very melancholy mm-hmm. and sad almost. Right. Yes. I like general public even. 
their second fan. <laughs> who was who was in general public that was in English? Okay, this is great. This is the English beat, or just the beat, but in America, the English, the English beat broke English up. Beat. The two singers became general public, uh-huh. and the band became the Fine Young Cannibals. Oh. She drives me crazy. That, those yeah. guys. Yeah. I remember them. Good thing. I still like Precious. Isn't that song in uh, Clueless? Probably. Tenderness. Public? Tenderness. Tenderness. There yeah. you go. I grew up in the area of Clueless where Cher gets beat up at the liquor store. Yeah. The, the Valley. Valley. The Valley. I grew up in the Valley. Yeah. yeah. I'm a that's Valley boy. That's where my boy. mom grew up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Tarzana Reseda. Oh, hell yeah. That's where I grew up. 818 for life. Por vida. Okay. <laughs> it's a small world. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I grew up I grew up in the in the 80s around the Galleria where Valley Girls Speak and K-Rock was big. And she was. That's my big. Uh, about 10 years before you. And then I grew up in Santa Monica. Ooh, nice. West 90s, Side. Ooh. 90s, 2000s. So you were, you were fully ensconced in ska punk oh absolutely uh, warped tour era music absolutely. when they had incubus good bands, they had great <laughs> bands well this was yeah this was around incubus but i've never actually seen them um they were from calabasas which was like north valley they were so you, okay so you were yeah you yeah i mean i i was around then too so you like um green day weezer were at warped pennywise tour. strung out i never liked pennywise to do no I don't like anything. I didn't like the crowd. <laughs> the crowd was so like white supremacist. So wow. Well, that's Orange County for you. <laughs> yeah. Orange County is all Nazis. I, hate to say I maintain it, that Orange County is all Nazis except Disneyland is is free for everybody. I just felt like people were so aggressive, and I was just like, I'm just here to see the damned. <laughs> I'm just, you know, this little like those fucking Orange County white, white boy chick. skinhead racist motherfuckers in it. They're st- it's still the same. It, they have not evolved. It's the same down there. Mm-hmm. Trucks with big old. Uh, stickers on the back with like a hand. I don't know. Never mind. The, uh, <laughs> they're probably Arnold just all in the military. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Military. San Diego. Yeah. In particular. Look, thank you for your service, guys. But you know, keep the get aggression your shit down. together. Keep the aggression <laughs> down. Yeah. Keep the PTSD to yourself. <laughs> wow. This is some strong politics on this show. I didn't know. Get some therapy, y'all. Some San Fran love to the yeah, military. Yeah, you have that military people. insurance. Get some therapy. Yeah. Just use it. Come on. You can afford it. People yeah. here cannot afford it. That's why they live on the streets. It's hard to get. It's hard to afford therapy. I think everyone that should is. do it if you could afford it. I will right. give a shout out to the Marina uh, Counseling Center. Do it. Which uh, on Lombard, which is a sliding scale. It's for poor people. Go get some therapy, nice. poor people. In the marina. In the marina, yeah. Wow. Which is amazing. There are a lot of uh, Republicans. Yes. And Trump supporters in the marina. marina. <laughs> you wouldn't think in San Francisco. Well, yeah. Somebody has to live in those houses. I know. Right. The rich yeah. Republicans. Now we, yeah. now we know. Now we know. <laughs> so, again, the elbow room. Back <laughs> to the music. <laughs> August 27th, it's going to be a night of weird, new wave, funky, gothic, noise, punk, comedy, splatter, pee, milk. Vomit. Vomit. So come to that. <laughs> sounds no like, pun intended. Sounds like everything's covered in that uh, that performance. And we love the Elbow Room. It's a very oh, yeah. special oh, place God, for yes. me. Yeah. I'm so it's, glad it's still open. It's yeah. going to be around for another two years now? Yeah, until 2019, thank awesome. God. So awesome. hopefully they could even extend that. But um, Do you know where they're thinking of moving? I remember they were speculating I have no it. idea, but um, I don't think they know. 
you know hopefully they're they just gonna focus on staying there, staying there for yeah. a while oh yeah. yeah keep as many of the you know all the spots around here are the same except for that cafe that progressive well it used to be progressive grounds the tap the tapas place right here cafe maruno oh i don't Marano. know it's like literally a black i dj did that the, the tapas Asiento? place a couple weeks ago Asiento? yeah Asiento, that, that one's yeah. been there a long time too. yeah it was pretty cool i mean the crowd is kind of eh, yeah but we go in there from they time had good to time. drinks and some uh, good we go food. in there because it's literally right there. yeah it's like yeah let's not walk too far yeah, okay it's right there i get it but I totally that get um it. that trip what is it called again trip trip tick dick Oh, oh I know trick, dog. Trip dog. Oh, trick, fuck, trick dog. Trick dog. Fuck that place, dude. Yeah. Dude, every day there's a dude in a handlebar mustache chipping artisanal ice from a giant block I in know. front of them. I'm like, what the fuck? I still fuck? like their drinks. Yeah, they have good drinks, don't they? It's really good cocktail makers yeah. there. I'm going to make car went. Oh, funny. It's, it's cool. We've been there, what, twice? <laughs> we went there twice. It's been years. Literally, because it's right there. Yeah, no, it is right, um, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> but uh, we go to those places just because of convenience, basically. I'm the same way, man. I live on. Uh, I live in Lower Haight, like Divisadero area, and I, 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 get, I get mad at the people, but I'm I'm part of the problem. I'll go to the weed store and then go to Byright and get my munchies. Oh, and then, You know what God. I mean? Like I'm so part of the problem. And I understand that, and I'm yeah. fine. I'm, I'm if old. I lived there, I would go to like Hobson's Choice or whatever, like the places that are like literally right there. That's Cha-cha-cha. too. See, that's too far for me. That's Upper Hate. I'm lo- I'm like I'm by the oh, page. Lower hate. I'm like Molotov's Page, Wizima. Oh, okay. Uh, that There's area. Good yeah. spots over there. Yeah, but also it's starting it's to suck area. really bad on that street. I like street Molotov too. though. Molotov. I love Molotov. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And the Papusa place next to it is, is it still there? Oh yeah, the one we Mm-mm. went to. No. <sighs> there used no. to be a Papusa that was really good right next to it. Those Papusas though on a. 16th Street in Valencia, huh? Those are those are good. <laughs> oh, the the, in the corner by um, yeah. by oh, yeah. Delirium. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I we've ever tried good. them. Have I we? really recommend those pupusas. Yeah. Okay. What's it called again? I forget. It's just a, <laughs> it's, it's, there's not a name because I think it's just a stand. Like I think she just oh. has her little cart. Right? No, no, it's a place you walk oh, okay. into. Yeah, it's there's also there like a cart in front. Yeah. yeah so yeah, She's when trying it gets, to get the drunk people. Exactly. Smart, right? Yeah. Got to get that drunk money. She's yeah. Not She's a businesswoman. She knows money. her audience. Absolutely. Because whenever we go to Delirium, we'd be like, "What well, can we just eat here?" We haven't been there in years. Yeah. Well, last time we went, years. we got groped a little by some guy selling drugs. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it's Delirium. Who's that bad guy? <laughs> Who did? Who did? <laughs> but we went. We went on 80s night. Was that Saturday night? I think it was Saturday. Where? To where? Delirium. I don't know. Oh. That was a long time ago. It, it was New Wave Night, wasn't New it? New Wave Night. Yeah. It was or like something Madonna and probably Prince. Yeah. Did, so, they, did someone offer you cocaine? No. No, they're selling weed. Man, it's really changing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all kids now. Cleaning it up. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning it up. It's all, they start with, they start with uh, the gateway drug first and yeah. then... They'll progress slowly, slowly. Yeah, right. Those kids now—they're all on fucking oxycotton and shit, yeah. and microdosing Molly. like crazy, pure acid. Those guys aren't starting off light. Those are Ruby Sky guys. This is delirium. Though. Thank God Ruby <laughs> Sky is gone. No, all the tech, all the tech bros love microdosing. That's true. Yeah, they love microdosing. They they love oxy. Yeah, Ruby Sky is gone. That, I gotta recommend. There's this YouTube channel called Thank a Bouncer. And it's a it's a gentleman who was a bouncer at Ruby Sky, and he mm-hmm. oh he's God. just he he wore a body cam uh, every night, wow. and he's he just edited all his videos because Ruby Sky has been closed for what a year now. Oh, wow. and, oh, it has. Yeah. Shit, I never <clears throat> noticed. And he's he's uploading all the the worst people that he had to kick out of his bar that are and it's oh mostly people God, saying like, it. don't you know who my dad is and stuff <laughs> like that. 
uh, and he's he's putting them all up there. I gotta. Wow. It's That's the greatest crazy. YouTube channel. Gonna, Please, I yeah, love Ruby Sky, and I I hated it, but I love that it was like so like ghetto. Like I just love that it was so like bougie ghetto like. It's the best bougie yeah. ghetto club, and it was the best bougie ghetto club in the city. And I've known so many people who've gotten their phone swiped there, or like <laughs> they had cash and it just you know disappeared because they were dancing with somebody who just like swiped that. Well, it was like um, the place where if like big, I don't know this world at all, but I I remember like the big house. EDM yeah. and house DJs would go there. I don't I feel like there's not a place like that in San Francisco anymore. But I think that the kink.com armory building, yeah. they're going to try to make that into a giant EDM venue. Well, that and then so Temple. fuck them for doing that. Yeah. I, I do, we do not need that. That's all I want to say. Right. Are they still yeah. I mean, unless you guys want to book me. Is kink still there, though? Are they still doing porn there? I believe so. Okay, because I thought they had moved to Florida. But maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know, man. But I, like, can you imagine a giant like EDM party bro venue right there on that corner that's gonna we got invited well our roommate my room my former roommate used to go there all the time because she knew somebody who worked the door and like it's not open yet I, there's a little bar across the street but well, I they mean, would they would do a little uh the armory yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but, but they're, they want to make it a huge venue uh-huh, yeah. like a huge venue that's what they're well because for. it's gonna bring in so much money like everybody's into EDM, you know? well they want to i mean i understand like we want to bring in culture to yeah. this what is does that scene really have any culture? I don't no. know. No. I don't no. know. Just a bunch of drug addicts. I know, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyways, about the music. Love, we love music. music. Tell we love us music why here. you decided to release a cassette. Yeah. Well, I just had enough songs to uh, put out something finally that I believed in. And the songs are coming furious and fast. I have another release coming soon. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, this one is was my first attempt on uh, trying to bring back the project. And so I'm bringing it back. And I like to call this style of music on this CD, I mean tape, uh, <laughs> shitty gothic bedroom funk. Um, <laughs> emphasis on shitty. So <laughs> uh, I'm getting better. But um, yeah, it's lo-fi. It's made in a bedroom. And it's made on the worst equipment because I'm not a rich man. Do you ever collaborate with other musicians? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of friends on this that come in and play. I don't play guitar because my fingers are too fat. Um, so I have friends come and play guitar. And the last song on this is a Prince cover oh, yeah. of uh, I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man from Sign of the Times. And I got like my favorite metal dudes to come in the studio nice. and record it with me. So. I'm did very ever, excited. Did you ever get the chance to see him? Prince? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I was a devoted fan for many years. I, I saw him a lot, actually. Did you see him uh, the Musicology tour at Staples? Yeah, I did. I went to that one, too. Oh, yeah, that was great. That, that was, a, that was he, he was like... Uh, the 20-year reunion. He was like back. He was like, I, yeah, and he brought Sheila E. back. And like he, all, all these people from his past, he... I think he's because I think he stopped being so religious around that time. That's good. And he started being his old self again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shortly after that, not shortly after that, a couple of years after that, he did that this like residency at the Forum in Inglewood, mm-hmm. where he was just doing every night, mm-hmm. and it was twenty dollars a ticket a night. Was it? It's amazing. Fuck, I missed it. Yeah. Damn. But he 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 loved San Francisco and Oakland. He he has his his shows out here were very special. Oh yeah. Before he so, passed, we saw the. Uh, Great American Music Hall. We were just walking down there, and it said Prince tonight. Like, and it yeah. was just like his after party. It was a rainy night. I was I was first in line, waiting all night. 
to that after party. He was in bad health. And um, you know who was standing behind me in line was Jello Biafra. Oh my and god! So I was stuck in line. He has a Jello Biafra. You do. I was stuck in line in the rain oh with Jello for f- fucking three hours, and he was so, he's such a nerd. I you know much respect to Dead Kennedys forever, but you know Jello man, he's a he's a tough pill to swallow. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So my story is this was pretty recent, like about two years ago. I went to see the Sonics. And you know how he'll pop up at shows everywhere yeah. in the Bay Area. So he uh, got up on stage and sang a song with them. And then I went backstage and I was planning on at the Fillmore. They played at the Fillmore. And I was planning on going to meet the Sonics. But I just ended up meeting Jello because I was like, that's kind of <laughs> cool. Like, I never met him. And I was making out with this guy who I had met that night. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a good time. And didn't realize till later that night when I got home, I had lipstick like all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you had a good time. From making out with this guy. So I had met Jello Biafra and whoever, because I was kind of wondering, why are they giving me like strange looks? <laughs> it's a choice. They thought it was a makeup choice, like Robert yeah. Smithy or something like, right. you know, this smeared makeup. That was like, but how do you not know you have lipstick all over your face after making just, out with somebody? Because <laughs> I just didn't care. Like I wasn't yeah. even drunk or anything. I was just like, fuck it. Like I'm like, just going to go with the I like that attitude. Name. That's good. That's how I am. Yeah. About life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty There's, funny. Didn't this guy, I mean, I don't want to, didn't he work at like DNA Pizza or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was in between. Did you get that pizza hookup? No. no. We didn't end up. No, I remember I tried to nighter. meet up with him <laughs> again. Yeah. It was like this weird, like, I'm staying with my brother in Oakland and yeah. yada, yada, yada. It's, it was like, a weird uh, ghost, ghosting situation. Exactly. Exactly. Which happens a lot. It I, does. I just started it online does. dating again for the first time in many years. And, oh, um, God. I'm trying not to ghost. You're going to lose a lot of faith. <laughs> oh, no. I've already lost a lot of faith. I've already had some serious disasters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take a break for a while. But, um, Good for you. It's different now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Because everybody's on it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You got, you, you got some, uh, some digging to do. Oy. Or you yeah. could just say, fuck it. Delete it. And do it the old-fashioned way. That's a good idea. I like that method. Nice. <laughs> it's, I it's totally tough. respect that. It's tough, but I'm doing it. So. Yeah. That's awesome. No, no, that's Things awesome. I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Because then if there's any fake shit, you're going to get the fake shit up front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's you nowhere know, yeah. to hide. People, people can't front when you meet them through friends, you know? Those yeah. friends know their history. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, anyways, the show sounds amazing. Thank you for letting me come on and talk about Absolutely. it. I really, really appreciate it. Anytime you want to come on, let us know. And thank you're, you. Um, you guys are so delightful, and uh, your show's so good, and oh, good. you play such good music. So Thank you, thank you. Oh, which show did you end up listening to? He was listening to our show. I listened to two. I listened to one, and I didn't get the band's name, oh. but they were, um, it was from February, and they were <laughs> from were New York, I think, and... Uh, uh, they knew Sasha Velour from RuPaul's Drag Race, and they played live in studio. And so familiar. <laughs> you have so many bands coming through, you don't remember? Yeah, we know. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. It's hard to keep track. But like some, what's up? Sometimes I click on an episode of your show, and it's like Paul Brumbra doing comedy. I'm like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> oh yeah, right here. <laughs> okay. They oh, play. they do fill-ins. Yeah, okay. Like, how do you guys do it? Like, um, do you guys have iTunes, or if you're not there? what happens oh we play reruns yeah usually so that's yeah. pretty much what we do cool yeah. rerun, rerun, reruns reruns or somebody will do like a comedy special and we're like okay yeah. do you guys ever get up there and do stand-up you too no we I should, should. <laughs> you guys, yeah you guys are funny 
Tell that <laughs> tell that Jello lipstick story. Hell yeah, that would be the best stand up act I've, I've ever seen. But I feel like the people that come to the comedy shows would be like, "Who the fuck are you talking about, you dumb white bitch?" <laughs> yeah. Damn. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, it would be good. Yeah. I think it could be funny. It's not like they get a lot of laughs anyway sometimes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. They're usually like, we came it's in. It's really awkward when they're not good because we're like. No, we came in. The last time we came in, yeah. I remember it was like three guys and one guy out there and they're like, want to suck my dick, bro? Ew. Like it was that kind of talk. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, I'm going to talk a little shit here for a second, if I may. Let's do it. Yeah. Because uh, do as it. someone that's who's fully, I, I, they, I don't think the audience knows that I do a radio show at, at our, at your sister's, our sister station, yeah. Radio <laughs> Valencia on Sundays, Illogical Contraption. And so I'm fully ensconced in the. SF comedy world and that SF comedy world is my best friends are in it it's miserable the most miserable men are in our stand-up comedians in San Francisco that's I will proclaim that right now and I don't think anyone in that world would say differently I think they would agree with me yeah Yeah. I was like honestly I think I was like judging them thinking I could do better than that oh so harsh well there's so much there's so many dick jokes you can come up with where it's like okay dick joke so you know like it, it's funny but it's not the best yeah you know, it's a cheap it's a cop out basically. And, uh, and i know i brought it up but how often do you hear people talk about tinder now when they do stand-up comedy oh, it's every wild. other com- comedian even <laughs> comedians that fill up stadiums you know you're like i guess so fuck. yeah like, yeah it's it's kind of a almost dead sorry to say that. it's almost kind of, it's kind of like a antiquated medium in a way yeah. uh, a, a man standing up there with a microphone talking like i can only deal with it for 15 minutes personally mm-hmm. yeah. you know mm-hmm. I'm all about shorts. Oh, by, about this show, by yeah. the way, mm-hmm. I'm all about short sets. I hate seeing a band I don't know for too long. Like 20 minutes is my threshold. So this is a Bart friendly show. Every band is like 15, 20, 25 minute sets. Okay, nice. everybody. Where's it going to be again? Elbow Room, <laughs> Sunday, August 27th. Short sets, Bart friendly. Next to a mural <laughs> or next to the, the Clarion alley. alley. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys agree with me on short sets? Or I mean, if it's a band I love, play two hours, please. Yes, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. I think uh, it's kind of like a variety show. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, do your thing, song and dance, and just keep going. Nothing's know? worse than an opening band that no one's ever heard of who like yeah. thinks that this is my big chance. Yeah. They take forever to sound check. And then they do this. And yeah. you're like, oh my like, God. We play actually every been. song they know. I'm like, you're an opening band. Please don't do this. Please yeah. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on at Alamo Draft House? Um, tonight I was asked to fill in for the, the programmer there, Mike, who usually hosts the movies and introduces them. And, um, he's out, he's, he's doing his thing tonight. So I'm going to just go host a movie. Pardon me. I'm going to burp. Do it. We always burp here. Excuse me. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna, I'm, I'm hosting a screening of the new movie Ingrid Goes West starring Aubrey Plaza. Oh, it's okay. about Instagram obsession. Okay. Interesting. And I'm doing a Q and A with the director afterwards. And then I think I'm going to head on over to the Cat Club for Smith's Night and Dance. If you all want to dance Woo-hoo! with Chalky, come Cat and dance club. with me. Panic on the streets of London. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that one in the club. Yeah. So it's a big night. But but really, the highlight of my night is coming here, talking to you two. Of course. Aww, you, so how do you guys feel about the new movie that's coming out about Morrissey? I oh, want to see it. It's going to suck, but I want to see it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to suck. And yeah, he's everything gonna, you he's, said, I agree. He's gonna like, he's gonna hate it. He's gonna hate it. But that's why I want to see. It. Also, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get everything wrong because he's oh, yeah. never exposed his personal life mm-hmm. in any way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's all just gonna be made up. Yeah. So it's gonna be terrible. But I, 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 I hate biopics. 
because they all follow that one formula from the Buddy Holly movie to the Muhammad Ali movie to the Ray Charles movie. They all follow, well, not the Muhammad Ali, but the music, music biopics, they always have that one scene where like the artist, Buddy Holly or La Bamba or whatever. Slow-mo. Slow they're, they're, well, no, they're playing in the, like, they're in the studio and then the producer's on the other side of the glass and he goes, hey, keep playing that. You got something there, kid. And it ends up being like La Bamba or something, yeah. the big hit, you know? I always got to hit those tropes. Yeah. Ugh, it's the Did worst. you ever see uh, Control? I don't know if you're a fan of Yeah, I, I didn't like Control that much. Um, Anton uh, Corbin. Corbin, yes. I, I love him. He's great. I much respect. I like 24 hour party people a lot. Yeah, I like it's classic, too. right? Uh, what, what? Oh, I loved the Brian Wilson movie starring John Cusack, actually. Oh, I think I saw that one. It was really good. It was so good. Wait, was that recent? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a different one that I saw. It was more about, it was about him, but it was about the whole band. Oh, no, oh, that was that the TV movie? Yeah, I think that. No, one. no, this was starring J- John Cusack as old Brian Wilson, and it was be- it's a beautiful movie. I don't think I saw the guy that, that does um, the music with uh, uh, Trent Reznor on all the soundtracks, Atticus Finch did the music, and okay. they gave him all the original Beach Boys tracks to remix, and it, it he did like a really psychedelic, crazy job with it. I, I highly recommend it. He's gonna be, I think, at the Mountain Winery. Trent is? I'm not Trent. Sorry, oh. uh, Brian Wilson. Yeah, they're gonna wheel. They're gonna wheel him out there. <laughs> no, his band is amazing. His, yeah. I mean, he could barely put a sentence together, unfortunately. Yeah. But I think God bless, he's out there still, and yeah, he's you know, still doing it. Rocky Erickson is another person who's mentally unstable. They're gonna wheel out at the chapel for Halloween. Oh, nice! <laughs> I love the chapel. Yeah, that's so cool. They have uh, to have a venue in the mission. I'm yeah. Really happy. Yeah with that that one really yeah sparks are coming there Sparks. Oh, I remember sparks. yeah they're coming they were really influential to depeche mode right and morrissey morrissey loves sparks morrissey loves sparks yeah. and um i'm actually might be seeing trent in um chicago hopefully have you guys been watching twin peaks no i haven't no. oh trent's on twin peaks is he is he yeah he's really no, good well he does one song but it's really good Oh. Do you like? Well, that's you, all that matters. Have you heard the new music? We played one of their songs a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's great. It's like it's, it's really like good. so funky almost. I love it. I I, to I, to more. I uh, yeah, I totally love what he's doing with his later career. I think it's so cool. We saw him at Outside Lands a couple years ago. That's the show. I that's if I was there at Outside Lands, I would have been. I would that that would have been great. That Metallica awesome. bummed me out. Yeah. To bring it back to the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> We saw him and we we're like, is that Trent Reznor? He's ripped. Yeah, he's buff now, yeah. We're, yeah, we were so confused and yet aroused. It was amazing. It's really yeah. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he looked just like a little, like, I don't know. He's he was kinda, tiny. He's tiny, but he was like buff. But big, yeah. And it was like just a head and like torso like no neck you know and it was just like well the stage gives weird perspective like Pr- did, prince never we looked like a dwarf close. on stage but he was Dang the smallest man in the world yeah, yeah. yeah. And danzig you know danzig's like four five four four seven danzig just he's kidding. selling his house right now <laughs> i know did you see the pictures of inside yeah. of the house <laughs> yeah. he has giant tasmanian devil dolls and stuff like it's amazing yeah <laughs> so random like he probably has an easy bake oven where he would just eat out of like fuck dude, I would I would eat dolls. I would eat Danzig's muffins out of an easy bake oven yeah. that would be a highlight of my life to do that 
Oh, man. Delicious. Uh, well, thanks again for stopping on Thank by. you so much for having me. Um, August 27th at the Elbow Room, everybody. Yes. Come. See you. Be it. there. Bart Friendly. Do short it. sets. And stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
Drowning here in summer's cauldron Under mats of flower lava Please don't pull me out This is how I would want to go Dead. And the rain 
ีละแชร์เธอเบิกแชร์บัสแชร์เลยคำแชร์เธอไม่รู้ชีวิตเลยกูมัวแต่ที่เธอเคย
You turn me up.